Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll get started with our interview, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Violet Defense for their sponsorship of the Educational AD Podcast. Go to their website at violetdefense.com and find out about their great products. You know, Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products, or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Once again, go to violetdefense.com for more information. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive. We have a Sideline Interactive video scoring table in our gym, and it is a fantastic product. You really need to check it out. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year, while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call them at 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo, to see their tables and boards in action, and find out exactly what these great products can do for you. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. You won't be disappointed. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Wall of Fame is on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen options and an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your school, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, visit vitalsignswalloffame.com or learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute Give them a call at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to thank Huddle. At Huddle, we power sports. More than 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, are using Huddle to elevate the performance of their teams and their student athletes using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete platform for performance. They've got online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras, including the Huddle Focus. We've got a Huddle Focus in our gym and our coaches just love it. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle is built for every level of play, from the club and the youth levels up through high school, college, and even the professional ranks are using Huddle to make their teams better. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and of course the coaches at the colleges and universities that you're trying to get your kids recruited to. You want to find out more about Huddle and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, Huddle, we power sports. 
We also want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack, as they are the name sponsor for the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of the podcast. You know, it's becoming uh, a challenge to service your families, but Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and very affordable way to collect some comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives you access to the 95% of the players and their parents who really love your program and helps illustrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. You know, this type of information is so important to an athletic department's success. So I really encourage you to reach out to Athletic Surveys. Take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to say thank you to our good friends at Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider for schools and colleges. You can find out more at hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, we've got a good friend uh, on the show today, Courtney Sacalaris. Courtney's a longtime athletic director uh, in Illinois, and she recently joined the team at Honest Game. She is a senior manager of high school success. She's going to tell you a little bit about Honest Game, but Courtney, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. And um, there's so many wonderful speakers that have come before me and shared all their success. So I'm excited to, um, I didn't really think I'm worthy of a podcast, but if Jake says so, I'm going to, I'm going to follow that lead. Oh, no, uh, not true at all. Uh, you know, you and I connected, uh, you know, a while back as people all do now uh, online. Uh, but uh, you're, you're very curious about your product and again, your story as a uh, on the job athletic director as well. So let's go and jump right in. We always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, where you went to school and, and kind of how you got uh, involved in this uh, world of educational athletics. Thank you for um, the intro and I will try to keep it short and sweet. Um, I know that we should hear a lot about me, but um, my journey to this space has been um, one that I'm grateful for. I had to sort of dial back when I was thinking about what I was going to navigate and talk about, but essentially uh, I grew up right outside of Chicago um, in a community, Oak Park and River Forest. Um, it's the first Western suburb of the city of Chicago. So it's really nice community. I can see the Sears Tower if I'm on a run from my house. Um, so wonderful community very um, diverse, very socioeconomically diverse. Um, I had an opportunity to attend Oak Park River Forest High School. And there I was uh, a student athlete. Um, I played volleyball, field hockey, soccer, and basketball. Um, mm -hmm. My volleyball and basketball crews were short-lived. Um, I think that I was, you know, I'm all of five, four, maybe five, five. So um, I had an unbelievable high school experience. Um, I was able to uh, win a state championship in field hockey and, and come in second um, those junior and senior years and similar to soccer. So 
just surrounded by unbelievable teachers, coaches, um, made a lot of lifelong friendships on those teams. Um, I did go on and play uh, field hockey at the University of Rhode Island. Um, they essentially uh, cut their program in 2006, which was very, very sad, um, but it was you know, still an unbelievable opportunity. Um, I wasn't expecting to play field hockey in college. I was thinking I was gonna play soccer and um, kind of just took a different direction and was like, I think I'm gonna play this sport that it's new to me. It was exciting. Um, I had an unbelievable opportunity in that space. So um, from University of Rhode Island, I uh, maintained an athletic internship in their athletic office for about six and a half months. So through the summer after graduation and learned a lot in that space, um, was in the communications office, was doing some game day stuff for football. Um, and it was just kind of sort of my first experience of what it's like to be on the other side and not be on the playing field. Um, I then returned to Chicago to, to the area and began coaching at Oak Park River Forest um, for the coach who coached me in field hockey, which was really exciting. Um, and then continued to coach field hockey and also began working with USA field hockey um, and some of their regional development programs. And then also began coaching soccer again, took on a head coaching position to sort of gain some experience. How can I rebuild this program? What does that look like? Um, just really sort of dove headfirst into coaching and was really just a place that I felt like I belonged. Um, I loved being with the athletes. I loved learning more and staying involved. And it just kind of kept me that, that fuel that fires you as an athlete, like game day, excitement, riding the bus, all those things were so exciting in that space. Um, and found myself back at OPRF. Um, was an academic tutor there, was a substitute teacher in physical education, and then had this unbelievable opportunity in 2007 um, to become their full-time assistant athletic director. So I remained in that space um, for 14 years. Um, I now currently live in Oak Park with my husband and my three children um, who are 11, 10, and seven. And it is um, kind of, my husband coached for a long time at OPRF and as a teacher in the community, um, same with my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law. So, you know, I just, I can't say enough about high school athletics, what it does for families, what it does for kids, how it, sports can change a community and bring people together. Um, that's kind of been my experience up to this point as an athletic administrator. And last summer had an opportunity that I was not planning on. Um, Oak Parker Forest had been using, we, we were using Honest Game, we we're using their technology platform. One of my main responsibilities uh, as the assistant AD was to navigate our academic eligibility, both weekly, um, semester-wise for our state association, and then obviously with NCAA eligibility. Um, very fortunate in that space. Um, we were sending somewhere between 40 and 60 athletes on a year in across the board, division one, two, NAIA, Division III, junior college, um, a lot of student athletes going on to those opportunities. So I was navigating a lot with NCAA eligibility and I came across Honest Game as a tool that really filled sort of a manual hole for us um, and was using them in, from 2019 through that school year. And they presented me with an opportunity that I wasn't expecting and decided I couldn't pass up and so here I am working with Honest Game um, since July. Um, and, and here I am with Jake. And that's kind of where I'll end. You know, I, I always love to hear the stories because, you know, there's 
uh, always unique aspects as well as a lot of similarities about, you know, this happened and that allowed this to happen. We're going to get into um, Honest Game uh, later in the podcast, but I'm curious, talk a little bit about that transition from teacher coach to athletic director, because, you know, we all do it, you know, we go from being, you know, one of the coaches, you know, one of the gang, and now we're on the other side of the desk. (laughs) So talk a little bit about that experience. How was that? So I think, you know, I, I, because I was, I was young, not not really young, and I'd been doing it, coaching and, and in that space with students, there is that transition where now you are, you're on the other side. So I think one of my first spaces I found myself in was I was just remembering all the things that were set up for us as coaches, specifically at Oak Park that helped bring, you know, successful practices, successful games, um, you know, students who are feeling like they're meeting their, meeting their goals and, and they're enjoying their experience. It was more like, okay, now I got to turn around and how do I make that space for the coaches now? I'm not the one of those coaches now. And what were some of my challenges? Like, you know, what was the challenge at school? Sometimes it's that little tiny thing. Like you feel like your day just went by so fast. You forgot to do one thing. Like what worked down in the athletic office for you that helped you? How were you supported? Um, And then in the student piece, you know, something I know I'll never forget is that when you come on the administrator side, you find yourself with adults a lot more, not because it's, you don't want to be with the kids, but there's these things you're solving that involve other adults. So I would always think about when kids get to practice, it's always, you got to remember, like, I don't know what you've been through during the day. You may have had the best day. You may have like aced a test. You may have saw a friend in the hallway, or you may have had a terrible day. You may have had an altercation in school. You may have, you know, woken up late, had a fight with mom. Like when they came into that space as a coach, like, what did I need to remember? And so I think I always thought to myself, when my coaches come in now, I have to remember what, what, where are they coming from? They've been teaching all day. They've been planning for their classroom. They've been grading. And now they got to go plan their practice. They got to run a program. They got to be all the things you're supposed to be as a great coach. So I think that was the biggest change. I also just felt like because I'd been coaching, it, it felt like I could remember those things. I forgot them some days, right? And I'd be like, can you email, can you please give me your information I need from coaches or from, you know, kids? But then I would stop myself really quickly and say, no, no, no. Remember that space. Remember how overwhelming being in season can feel sometimes, no matter how seasoned you are, no matter how a, you know, parent email can rattle you when you know it's not personal or something else happening there, but it can rattle you, right? Like, how can I help the coaches be the best they can be? Um, But it was a transition. And I think you miss it. You miss being on the sidelines. Like I missed coaching and having those special connections. So um, I reminded myself that it was important to always be with students as much as possible. Yeah, such a great point. Uh, and it's a lesson that, that that I share. I learned way too late in my athletic director career is, you know, how can I make it easier for these coaches um, and enjoy coaching uh, the way that I enjoy coaching? Great, great stuff. For our listeners, we're visiting with Courtney Sacalaris. She's the senior manager for high school success with Honest Game. We're going to hear a little bit more about Honest Game when we come back. Let's take a quick break and hear from a couple of our sponsors. We want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. You heard me say that we have a Sideline Interactive indoor scoring table in our gym, and our coaches just love it. It is truly a great product. 
You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but sideline interactives, indoor scoring tables, and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action and find out exactly what these great products can do for you. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Hey, welcome back to our visit with Courtney Sokolaris from Honest Game. Courtney, um, we always like to ask our guests about the mentors that they've had in their life. Uh, none of us have gotten to this point in our career uh, on our own. So who are some of the people that helped you along the way that uh, you, know, you really would like to give a shout out to? Um, you know, there's, there's a number. Um, first and foremost, I had an unbelievable um, opportunity to play club soccer um, for now pretty for a really nationally ranked unbelievable soccer program and and my club coach there was he was you know the soccer piece was the soccer piece but there was this other piece that he was just so transformational in how all the places that we went as a team um, the vision he saw for us in that space for female athletes you know in the early 90s when that was a different space right um, just in the, the opportunities he opened up for us, the team camps we went to, um, the tournaments we went to, um, traveling, you know, into Europe to play and the way that he did it, it was always about core values of who we were as people, what we were going to do, how, what kind of teammate we were going to be. It was almost like soccer came second. Um, and it, it clearly didn't because of the, the talent that was on the team. Um, but it, it was, you know, very foundational for me. My experience there was something I know that I, I can't begin to express. Like it's something that's still in my heart, like warms me. I see some of those teammates. I see him. It's just an unbelievable space. Um, high school, I my field hockey coach in high school, um, who is one of the most winningest coaches in that space in terms of field hockey for high school level. Um, the space that our program was in as a high school program and in Illinois, I feel like he's not this big sport. It, it's growing in the Midwest. Right. But, um, you know, I was the only teammate in my college team from the Midwest. Everyone else was from the East coast. Um, she was driven. She was determined. Um, she was competitive. And I think sometimes, um, that transformed me into, she brought out this competitiveness that she knew we all had. And I think as females, she, we were still a little bit, you know, sometimes shy to express that we wanted to win. Like <laughs> I would, I would be lying if I said that was not very important to me. Um, but I, in, she kind of that, that grittiness that everyone talks about right now, that discipline, I, I find that now, like when I don't want to wake up and meet my friend and run, I, I still have yet to be like, can't come. Like it, you just show up you go to practice, you push, you run until you can't like those things that don't ever leave you as a person. She ingrained those in us sometimes didn't always feel great. Right. Um, but, and then kind of how that transformed as a coach. Um, I felt like I could find my own coaching personality, but some of the basics of coaching, a practice plan, your season plan. Um, how do you communicate with families? How organized do you need to be to make those things happen? She definitely laid the foundation for that. 
Um, and I think I also, someone who's pretty involved in the NIAAA and state associations, um, Deb Ofke, who is a retired um, athletic director from Nutrier High School, she was an unbelievable mentor for me in the athletic administrator space. Um, I think she shared with me, she was a listening ear. She shared with me what worked. She always helped find a solution within a problem. Um, and her, you know, her toolbox, her talents are, are vast, right? So she's a coach. She can coach state championship teams in multiple sports. Um, she can help you walk you through LTCs in the NIAAA. And then she is a confidant and, and a friend who just knows so much about the space, you know, and so much about how to navigate coaches and families and athletes. And clearly the school that she was you know, finished at at Nutrier does that very well. They're one of the most, um, you know, successful schools in Illinois. So um, she was an unbelievable mentor for me. Yeah, you saw me uh, smiling there when you mentioned Deb Ofke. Uh, you know, she was, you know, one of my NIAAA mentors uh, as I came on certification several years ago. She was rotating off, but uh, uh, I actually assisted her and ended up succeeding her uh, as far as the lead for the uh, CA exam. So, uh, oh, wow, Deb Ofke, she's great. Um, let's talk about Honest Game. Um, you know, I, I went on your website and I've looked at the, uh, the programs and the options, really cool stuff. Um, tell our listeners about it and tell them why, you know, that they should, uh, you know, have this platform uh, at their school. So Honest Game, you know, and I, I'll talk through it as an as a AD that was using it. Um, I think that my, my way of navigating our students' athletic academic eligibility for the college space, I'm sure is not unique. Um, you know, we were trying to identify student athletes as early as we could who were going to be talented, who were going to have an opportunity to participate in college athletics. Then I was taking those lists from my coaches and, and running transcripts with my counselors and trying to find any holes or, you know, sometimes holes are created um, by by no fault of anyone. Sometimes holes are created for athletes because of their performance in the classroom. Sometimes the hole is created by a institution's class names and how kids are put in different classes due to their learning level. So I was trying to do as much as I could to be proactive in that space. And still we were navigating, you know, what I call like fires with student athletes and their opportunities to play college athletics and accept scholarships because they're missing a credit whether they're short something, uh, do we need to go to summer school? Are we taking an online class? So I, I found Honest Game um, through one of our, the founders of our, our company um, is from Illinois and there, she was using the tool in her space. Um, and I, I saw it through a friend whose student athlete was at that high school. And I'm like, what, what is this? <laughs> Show that to me again, go back into the account. And I saw this tool that was doing what we all try to do, but in real time with verified transcripts and was like a, giving kids a roadmap, okay? Showing them, this is how you will become an NCAA division one, division two qualifier. Um, this is what happens in division three space. This is what happens for your qualifying in NAIA. And then, oh yes, there's a junior college opportunity for you if that, if that works um, and providing a lot of information there. So to our listeners, um, Honest Game is a virtual compliance tool that uses verified information from your school's learning management system to share progress and updates that meet all NCAA requirements. 
it is unique to your school's seed code. Okay, we, we help schools update and navigate changes that need to be made in their NCAA portal, um, validating those courses, walking through any issues that may have arise from a class not being in your portal or you know, the NCAA asking for additional information. Um, it, it's visual, kids can see it. They know where they stand right now. So Jake right now is getting offers from a school and you know, he's, he's in that 2.0, 2.3. It'll show him right now, what do you need to do this semester? What is your plan of action? Um, where are you gonna stand with your GPA and are you gonna be able to qualify? Um, it's, it's in real time with all the NCAA COVID waivers. Um, any changes they're gonna make in that space are real time inside the app. So it is a tool that I think, you know, educates counselors, educates athletic directors. It really changes how comfortable you're going to feel in knowing those spaces. So, you know, NLI signing day is this week. A lot of our schools are checking kids right away, like making sure they're in a space that they're not missing anything. Um, I had a number of red file arms at my high school, again, by no fault of anyone's. And I think had we had the tool back then, we would have had solutions faster more proactive, and most importantly, drives academic success. Um, we have some success stories that we've shared as a company of how kids have seen, this was my GPA six months ago, here's my GPA now, and oh, by the way, I'm going on to college, and I am going to use my success as a student, I'm gonna use my natural ability as an athlete, and I'm gonna go on and receive college education. And that may not have been a space they thought they were in. It also just gives that kind of, there are so many opportunities now in 2021 for kids to use athletics, to pursue academics, to use athletics, to push themselves into a space that they can create, you know, a life for themselves with a college degree. Some kids are going to take that junior college path. I love that our tool shows that, you know, that space is not like taboo. You haven't done anything wrong. There's a lot of opportunity there. Um, NAI division three, there's so many competitive programs. And just to be frank, there's so many athletes with so much ability now, right? So there's just this world that can be opened up to kids that we want to make sure they can see and that they know is there. No, absolutely. Uh, again, anything that can make uh, that AD's job uh, easier uh, during the day, you know, it's just one more tool. Um, we'll do this at the end of the podcast, but if one of our listeners wants to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, or even go to the Honest Game website, you know, how do they do that? Go ahead and give out that information if you don't mind. Sure. So our website is uh, pretty simple. It's just honestgame.com. Um, and then my email is C-S-A-K-E-L-L-A-R-I-S at honestgame.com. And, you know, we're able to share with you a demo. We can walk you through all the tools that we have. We can talk to you about pricing, whatever that might look like. Um, I love my side of where I'm at now is um, we have a wonderful sales team that walks through that. And then I get to sort of onboard athletic directors and counselors and provide education and share how we use the tool, what we can do to help you get this in the space of your families um, and how we can continue to work with your school to make sure you're compliant and on board. And again, really easy. Technology can be your friend when you want to be friends with it always. Um, so just, you know, that tool will make everything a little bit easier for everyone. Absolutely. And, and again, for our listeners, you know, Courtney speaks to you representing Honest Game, but she also used it as an athletic director. So uh, a real good testimonial. 
We are listening and visiting with Courtney Sacalaris. She's the Senior Manager for High School Success for Honest Game, along with me and a longtime high school athletic director. We're going to be back with some more, but let's take another quick break and hear from one of our sponsors. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs for sponsoring the podcast. Wall of Fame by Vital Signs has a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen options, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, visit vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or to learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute, give them a call at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. <clears throat> we are back uh, with Courtney Sacalaris from Honest Game. Courtney, this is usually the time that we share best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. What are some of the really key features that uh, you'd like to share with our listeners about Honest Game? Um, thank you. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. I know there, that you're both listening and maybe viewing. So um, I kind of want to walk you through the tool and I'm going to walk through the tool, um, both visually and, and with your ears here. And we're going to take Jake back and put him in as an, as an athletic director seat. So as an athletic director, when you log into our tool, you're going to see your, your dashboard. You're going to see um, essentially some, some nice analytics about your student athletes. You're going to see their average NCAA GPA. You're going to see their eligibility status. You're going to see how many kids are activated and using the tool on their own. We're going to sort those kids by division and their eligibility. We're going to sort by division one for NCAA and division two for NCAA. And then for NAIA, um, those are our three spaces that are requiring those academic requirements. So I also am going to visually see as an athletic director, I'm going to see my teams. So if I pop onto my girls basketball team right now, and I'm going to look at one student in particular that I know is getting close um, to potentially picking a school. I'm going to click on that student and I'm going to be able to see where she's at. So right now I see at the top student's name, email address, and right away I see her status for division one, division two, division three, NAIA and JUCO. We're using those color coding. So red means stop. There's an issue. Okay. Yellow means near you're getting close and green means go, you're in a good space. Division three and junior college are clearly obviously gonna be green for kids, for most all kids, because there is no requirement in those spaces, which provides some good motivation. Um, for division one, I can, I can toggle between all these spaces and see, okay, so my student athlete is, is yellow right now for division one, why is that? You know, tell me right away, GPA is not up to standards, uh, this year, the student is a senior, so there is no test score required due to COVID. And credits complete, student athletes not on track. Visually, for those who are, you will be seeing this in, in person with your eyes, but auto, you're able to walk through each area of the requirement for NCAA. 
So I can see core course requirements, where the student stands with their 16 NCAA units. I'm gonna see individualized eligibility summary and recommendations. I'm gonna see a sliding scale that if I am meeting with a student athlete and their family or one of my coaches is, and they're asking like, what is the problem? Where am I at? I can toggle that GPA with test scores to see what we need to be doing and what our goal is. Okay, again, a nice short summary, where I'm at, am I a qualifier, what's my status? Future projections. So for that student telling her, he or her, what do I need to be doing this semester? Okay, where does my GPA need to go? Core course requirements. This is particularly helpful for athletic directors who are working with their counselors to navigate schedules. The student is short on approved credits and in order to satisfy, we need them to take the following courses. Three English, six elective, whatever that looks like, I need to get that sorted out and worked with my counseling department. Last but not least, we're always gonna have a space for each individual student for additional comments. Um, maybe we're waiting on your current schedule to upload. Maybe you have a course in your school's NCAA portal that needs some attention. It's not in there, it's not approved. We work with your school directly to navigate next steps for that. The nice part about this, you know, inside visually being able to show students this is you can download this plan, share it with coaches, be in the college space or the club space, can share it with families and parents to just provide as an AD, like, here's where we're at. I met with your student. We are proactively talking through some next steps. That's just a quick snapshot um, of what that looks like. And if you're seeing it or hearing it, if you're interested to see it in person, we'll be at the NIAAA conference in December in Denver. We'd love to see you at the booth. Um, we've got some nice giveaways for some Nike gift cards and um, I think a basketball rebounder. I'm not confirmed on that, but hopefully. So visit us. We'll walk you through the tool. We'll, we'll show you what that looks like. And again, there is no input for athletic directors or coaches. This information in our app is safe and secure and comes directly from your school's learning management system. Thanks, Jake. And, and that was going to be my question is, is how does that academic information get inputted? So it's a straight upload from the schools, each school's uh, information management system, correct? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very cool stuff. And again, Courtney and her team are going to be at the NADC in Denver. Uh, I'm certainly going to be there, uh, you know, learning more about this program. Sounds really cool. Um, we're going to take another break. And then we're going to come back and continue our visit with Courtney Sacolares from Honest Game. We want to say thank you to Huddle for their support of the podcast. At Huddle, we power sports. More than 180,000 teams, including the best in the world, are using Huddle to elevate the performance of their teams and their student athletes with video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras, including the Huddle Focus. We've got a Huddle Focus in our gym and our volleyball and basketball coaches just love it. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle's built for every level of play, starting with the club and the youth levels up through high school, college, and even professional teams are using Huddle to help them get better. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, 
And of course, the coaches of the college and university teams that you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to learn more about Huddle and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to their website at huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, Huddle, we power sports. Welcome back to the podcast. Courtney, um, now's the time where we ask our guests um, about this idea of social awareness. Um, how can an athletic director uh, do a better job uh, for their kids, their coaches, their community? How can they do a better job of being socially aware for their school? A great question. Complicated question, right? Um, I think that most of the time in that space, that high school education space, um, especially the athletic space, you know, we're, we're navigating, this isn't volunteer coaching. This isn't parent coaching. This is, this is, you know, adults who have played sometimes at a very high level. This is athletic directors who've competed at a high level or coached at a high level have, have had success winning, whether it's in teams in their school or previous experience. And so I think it's hard to sometimes not remember what worked for us. Like when I was an athlete, this is what motivated me when I was, you know, and it's important to know and be aware of where kids are at now. And it's, it's easy and quick to say like, well, that's not what my generation did, or this is, and it's not, it's not to your fault of doing that. It's a natural thing to happen. It's remembering like skills that worked for, you know, you and I as, as soccer players or basketball players and games that the evolution of sport changes, um, skills, basic skills stay the same, but, you know, nowadays we can look in, at a eight-year-old and they might have the foot skills of a, what used to be the average 14-year-old. So, and that can be viewed negatively or positively. And once you come into a frame where it's to try to be like, what is positive about the change? I think you become more socially aware of what your coaches need, what your athletes need, and even personally, maybe what you need you know, being a coach, being an athlete. And sometimes I think we're all accustomed to it. It's a grind and, and we're attracted to the grind, like this, the season grind, like nothing feels better than practicing for football for X days to play on Friday night. Like that's the thrill or, you know, playing a 35 game softball, baseball season. So when we remember the ups and downs of that and how kids and coaches can fall in that space where they're really feeling overwhelmed. They're navigating, you know, a situation in an academic classroom that's not working for them. They're navigating something at home that's not working. We can definitely find our space back into that center of what works. It's, is it balance? Is it empathy? Is it also sometimes realizing like, hey, today was a tough day for you and I understand that, but I need you to show up for two hours and then we'll talk through what's next for you. Or you know, how that looks when a kid can't get to school on time and it's impacting their eligibility because it's impacting their grades. What is actually your responsibility? How can I help you meet it? And what's next? And so I think when we do that and we don't dial back to a place where like, well, it's, no one's allowed to be late or you're not allowed to do that. I never was allowed to do that. So in, in finding that space where it's like, it's not, we're not giving in to, to the what w could be called like, laziness or greed or anything that's happening in that space where we think it's different is no kids are still working really hard 
kids are still really competitive and it's how you're presenting the material to get the most out of them, whether that's your coaches or your athletes or your families or your parents, what space can we create that is fulfilling the needs of everybody? So, I mean, I could definitely, I think Jake, you and I could talk about this for a good period of time, but I think it's, it's recognizing how you can be helpful, not how you can serve what you think is right, but what can help those around you and how can you bring that up? You know, sports changes communities. We could dial into a bunch of different communities and schools where they've had a championship program that changed the trajectory of the school and the students and the athletes, right? So we know that sports is transformational. Don't forget that part. That's what I always think is really great to think about all the time. Don't forget what it's doing every day to your life. So I'll kind of end with that. No, I, I really think you you got to the essence of it is, you know, coaching and, and being an AD, you know, it's about helping kids and helping them get better. And so, you know, being aware of what's going on in their lives, you know, being uh, open to what's going on and, and trying to help them get better. That's that's what our job is. Great, great stuff. Okay. We are visiting with Courtney Sokolaris from Honest Game. We're going to be back in just a minute and find out what Courtney is going to put in her athletic director toolbox. She was a longtime AD before she uh, went to work for Honest Game. And we want to thank uh, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the athletic director toolbox segment. Please stay with us. And uh, like I said, we'll find out what's going in Courtney's toolbox when we come back. Once again, we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect some comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives you access to the 95% of the players and the parents who really love your program and it helps demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials, and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466, or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone. Well, Courtney, uh, like I said, we connected uh, a couple of months ago uh, on another webinar, and it's been you know really cool to, to listen to you today, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always like to wrap up with what we call the Athletic Director's Toolbox. We've already established that you're a longtime uh, veteran of the uh, athletic director wars, and um, now you're with Honest Game. But right now, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job. But I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items are going to go in Courtney's athletic director toolbox? That's a tough question, but okay, we'll try. Um, first and foremost is to a set of unbelievable listening ears. You have to be able to listen, 
hear the problem, hear the complaint, hear the good, hear the bad, and sort of navigate. It's not about you. It's not personal. Nothing is an attack. It may feel that way sometimes, whether it's a coach or a parent or counselor or teacher, it's about hearing and listening all the way through before you figure out how we can, you know, figure out a solution or maybe there isn't a solution. So just listening to hear all the spaces that that person or people may be in. And I think I actually learned that in an LTC about um, de-escalating conflict. Honestly, like I, I took that course and I like it, it changed how I viewed it. Cause part of that is just taking yourself out of the equation, like just removing yourself and hearing the problem and knowing that you might not always have a solution. And that's kind of hard for most AD personas to, to have. Second, I would say to enjoy the moment. I mean, there are some moments that are small and big. Um, I could tell you a bunch right now from our park and, and they overshadow any personal athletic moment I've ever had. It's, it's watching a team win a state championship, watching a team sometimes lose a really hard game and, and knowing you can be there for your kids and, and families and what, what may be next for them. Um, watching a team, you know, sort of rebuild with a new coach taking in those really small moments when you see something happen in an individual or with a group of people. Um, again, I feel very lucky in that space I was at at Oak Parker Forest in terms of the success that our coaches and athletes had. And so I have so many of those moments in my bank that I, you know, that fill me up. So enjoy the moment and those bad ones too. Sometimes you got to live in that for a minute to realize what can I learn? <laughs> how can I get better? I just, I see how I didn't handle that well. Um, I'm not going to shamelessly plug honest game as my last tool. Um, it, it did, I think in the space that I was in specific to my high school transform, um, a process that we were using. And I think because I was so lucky and saw so many student athletes bring college athletics to a place they never thought they would be, whether that was a first generation college student, um, someone who was, that was their achievement. Like I will be a college athlete. That is what my goal is. And I'm going to achieve it. So, um, I would throw honest game in there shamelessly again, as a tool, I think it's really helpful. Um, but last my fourth or third would be surround yourself with coaches and good staff, people that are on the same page with you, agree with your school, know what your mission is. You can't always choose that for yourself, but you can definitely find those unbelievable people who work games for you, um, who are at the scores table who take tickets, that those relationships build up the foundation of your department. So no big, no small, you know, your head football coach is going to be as important sometimes as your ticket workers or your announcer at your football game. All those relationships are so important. Um, you know, your relationship with your groundskeeper. So building strong personal relationships in your school is going to take your job into a space that you enjoy and that's fulfilling. And then you have people that are there for you on those rough days. So those are my tools. I went one over, but I think, I think that's okay. Uh, that's okay. And it's, it's not a shameless plug. It's actually a requirement of our podcast that you promote, you know, <laughs> <laughs> your product while you're on here. Great, great stuff. Uh, and again, you know, all those tools are just fantastic. Uh, you, you know what it takes to be successful. Courtney, um, again, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and pick your brain, and I certainly encourage you to do so, um, what's your email? How can they get a hold of you? And how can they uh, also find, uh, find out more about Honest Game? 
Well, our website, or excuse me, our email address, my email address is C S A K E L L A R I S at honestgame.com. Our website is honestgame.com. You're going to find a lot of different. We, we have a really informational blog up there, um, and we like to know that our stuff is based around academics and education and how that kind of goes into a recruiting process for athletes. Um, so there's a lot of information up on our website. We're happy to walk you through a demo if you're interested to see what this would look like in your space. And as I mentioned earlier, we will be at the NIAAA. So we'd love to see you and, and meet you and just, you know, even chit chat quickly and throw yourself in our giveaway, but, you know, see what it looks like and what this would be in person for your student athletes and for your families and coaches and counselors um, at your high school. Courtney Sackler's Honest Game. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today. No, oh, Jake, thank you so much. I've learned so much from listening to everyone that's been on and for you to take the time to continue to share about this really important job in the world of athletics and how people can do it better and, and lean on each other is amazing. So thank you for bringing me into your space. Oh, well, thank you for those kind words. Uh, very much appreciate it. For listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of these interviews are being uploaded to the Educational 80 Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational 80 Podcast. Before we go, we want to thank our good friends at Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can learn more at hometownticketing.com and tune in every other Wednesday as Jessica Upchurch presents What's Up with Upchurch, uh, secrets and cool ideas for hometown ticketing users. Thanks again for listening to the Educational AD Podcast.